Welcome to the Weekly Discover. Rock and roll, baby. This is J.D. Myers. I'm Chris Morley. We're doing the release radar this week. Yes, we are. And as our intro track, I'm very happy you chose this one. I know it was up for debate for a while. But this is a, this is a real thing by Turnstile. We're getting ready for Warped Tour on Sunday. So. Exactly, in celebration of Warped Tour weekend. Yeah, this is the last one, Chris. The last fucking one. The last chance, I guess. That's... <laughs> That's really weird to think about because like, like I didn't go to my first warp tour until my senior year of high school, but yeah. I've always known it as like, like a foundational stone, right, right, of right. art style of music. Yeah, it's always been a big deal. I got a question for you. When was the first time you heard about warp tour? What was like the first story or? or oh, when I was in like, inclination you, I was you in like early middle school. Like I think I was in like sixth grade or something. My, my cousin went and saw like saw like No Effects and like yeah. a bunch of other like. Oh, those like '90s punk bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back back when it was a little more punk back in the day. I'm sure really Fish and Lust and Jake were still playing. Yep, they were definitely. They, they've been running like 20 years of Warped Tour. I see. The first time I heard about it, I think I was seventh grade, and I was in Florida at the time. My friend Blake Williams, mm-hmm. Blake, you know Blake, our, our friend Blake Williams, came up and was uh, bragging about it. How he went, and, you know, saw Lust and Jake, and he was super stoked about seeing the red jumpsuit apparatus. Oh my god, <laughs> that was my first. Uh, Less than Blake? Less than Blake, yeah. It's the first time I, I remember hearing about Warped Tour. Oh, yeah. Well, this will be my third. This will be your third. I, yeah, this will be like your, what, 18th? No, not even. I want to say like fourth or fifth. I th- um, I forgot that I worked two years of it. So this will be my sixth, I yeah. believe. Yeah, nice. But two of them, I was working working the tent. Ah, yeah. So I didn't get to see everybody. All right, the journey's tent. Good old. Fucking... <laughs> Make me miss every time I die. Not this year, though. Not this year. That that was like, I was telling you earlier, when they announced the the, um, roster in March, the only one that stuck with me for months was every time I die in Sharp Teeth. Yeah, yeah. And I just, I've seen every time I die like a million fucking times, but I'll never pass up a chance to see them. You can't. You can't. At least for me, I can't. I can't. I saw August Burns Red every time I die. Kublai Khan. Kublai was, fucking con, dude. That's gonna be so violent. I'm yeah, so stoked. That's all I needed to see. And then, oh god, it's just a great lineup for me, in my opinion. I think it's, I think it's fantastic. I mean, we got these nuts, Kublai Khan. Every time I die, got fucking my children, my bride. Where did they come from? <laughs> when they come back, do they yeah. leave? I don't think so. I guess not. They've been hiding in their, uh, their. I don't know where they're from, but they're, they've been hiding in their, their former for glory. Yeah, we got turnstiles, sharp tooth, four years strong, Chelsea grin. Yeah, when we were researching earlier. Um, I was actually shocked by how many bands I wrote down that I was excited to see. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it way outnumbered the ones I don't want to see. Right. There are a handful of, if I had guilt, but I'll still call them guilty pleasures. There are a handful of guilty pleasures that I kind of want to check out. Yeah, who are you thinking about? Let me whip out my list. <laughs> um, guilty pleasures, I kind of want to see, well, first of all, Ice Nine Kills, but that's, um, you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. Yeah. I'm hoping that we're like the one date they play old stuff. Mm. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Might check it anyway. They're still really cool guys. So I'm down to support. We'll yep. see. Yep. Um, kind of want to see water parks. Water parks. Water parks. They have a water park at the, at the event? No. Oh, the band water parks. The band water parks. <laughs> <laughs> it's as sugary as you can get and still have a guitar in the band. Yeah. It is embarrassing. Embarrassingly corny. Hey, it sounds like a it's good catchy time. as fuck. It sounds like a good time. It it should be fun. Uh, if I do, I'll I'll take a good old video of what the the crowd looks like, and show you how um 
how misfit I am. <laughs> You're gonna be wearing the uh, old schools. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna expose myself because that's the third level of pitting. Oh, okay. four. Right, I, yeah. I might wear authentics, or I might even wear like, like be undercover and wear some slip-ons. Act oh, like I'm a level one, but yeah. I pit at level three. We're talking about a meme. That's what is it? Slip-ons. Yeah, slip-ons, authentics, old schools, and then skate hards are the people that send you to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that are fucking spin kicking, crowd killing, face tats. Yep. Th- those are the best. You're gonna be uh, you gonna be pitting this year? I think I am. I think I am. I, I think I'm. There's no option really. I yeah, don't, I don't have an option. I'm I always flip say on my New Balances and just <sighs> these nuts, man. Kublai Khan. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, like, I I always say I'm not going to. Yeah, and for the most part, I'm good about that. Mm-hmm. But every single time I've seen, every time I die, I break out of retirement. Yep, against my will. Like it physically moves my body. Yeah. It makes me do it. So I'm gonna start stretching like tonight, dude. I'm I'm really glad I got my uh, my practice run in at Avellamaya. Oh it's been, yeah, it had been what a year or something since I I was rusty, dude. It's been a while. I don't even think my arms had like full rotation. I was I was my dancing was not it wasn't it wasn't anything to write home about. Well, we gotta we can start stretching now. Yep, limber up. <laughs> well, here at Release Radar, mm-hmm. JD and I have arranged interchanging songs from our Release Radar playlist, which is usually very versatile. Yeah. And we will see if these tracks actually cater to our music taste or if the algorithm just wants to flip us the bird, which sometimes it just does. Spotify's been in, uh, they've been in deep shit lately. They've been deep shit in my book. Yeah, definitely, definitely on the shit list. The the quality's just not where it needs to be. I'm not even talking about the recommendations that the algorithm is is spitting out. Mm -hmm. I mean, it hasn't been the best. I'm talking about service. I'm talking about fucking service, dude. Mm -hmm. You know what I love? I love listening to... All different types of music, wherever I want to go. Yep. You know what I don't love? Waiting 30 minutes to listen to one song. Oh, my God. Yeah. I've been I've been actually, like, telling people that story. I'm not trying to slander Spotify, but I've been telling people that story. Yeah. Because some other people have been having issues. You'd yeah. think that a suburb outside of Washington, D.C. would have service. Yes. You would think so. Across but multiple th- different networks. You would think. You know what I think it is? Here's, here's, my, here's my hypothesis. I'm pretty sure that their edition of podcasts, honestly, like, we're we're the problem and the solution here. <laughs> we're the problem. All these podcasts coming on to Spotify recently are are heavily loading their servers. Yeah, that, that's they're probably maybe it's prioritizing. You yeah. always sacrifice something yep. when you have to prioritize. Hopefully, it's something they'll catch up with mm. soon. Yeah, but and what was this? I think you were talking about it earlier on on Reddit that Spotify um, only what was their um their quarter two results were like double negative. <sighs> Something, something not great. Mm-hmm. I'm reading into the article as far as I could because I just don't fucking get that mumbo jumbo. Right. But it seems like like it's it's not a bleak outlook, but they're still on paper bad results. Yeah, got to spend money to make money. Exactly. It's an it's an investment. Or if you're playing Tonto Core, got to spend bitches to make bitches. Oh my god, dropped a Tonto Core reference. I had to. I That's guess. glorious. All right. Well, um, do you want to start this one off? I think I would like to. Yes. We're going uh, in a new direction. This is a thousand miles per hour by Rome Fortune and Toro y Moi. See, I know Toro y Moi, so I can kind of like get like the idea of where this is going to go. Yeah. That's a good thing. I like it. This is going to be the third track off of their split EP, the Toro y Rome, volume, volume one. one. Yeah, we, we both know Toro y Moi. They're good. They're summer jams. Electronic little... Lots of ambience. Heavy. Stop and 
So this uh, Rome Fortune is from uh, Philly. I don't know anything about him. Oh, it says that he came up with uh, with my boy um, I Love McConan and OG Mako. Mako. That's pretty cool. Shit. I wonder what brought them together. Where's Toro and Wa from? I feel like they're probably both in LA right now. Maybe. Well, that's where the top listeners are for Rome Fortune. Yeah. Toro, where are you from? Toro, Toro. Yeah, he's from Columbia, South Carolina. Mm. Yeah, it said, I mean, those those guys that I, I listed are um, part of the, the Atlanta wave of rap, and I can I can definitely hear that influence in this guy's flow. Yeah. Like how casual his voice is. It's like 21 Savage, but not like a Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> This is not what I expected at all, but I'm I'm totally cool with this. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not exactly what I expected either. Instrumentally, a little bit, but I'm glad they got like an Atlanta rapper on. Yeah, Atlanta style rapper. It's a this is a weird um, kind of fusion they got going on here. I haven't heard this. I haven't heard something like this in a while. I guess. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah. I'm liking it though. It's working. The thing is, if you presented this to me like on paper, I'm not sure how it would work out. But yeah. yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad that he um. This goes back to the point I've made a couple times that um, he's making his his flow and his voice work for the track, as opposed to having to truly alter like Toro's sound. Yeah. To fit him. Yeah, you're right. Like he didn't trap out the instrumental so that this guy could fit. Then again, I don't know his fucking music. So. Yeah. If he's, if he's if he's an Atlanta rapper, you would think you would assume one would I would assume that he would be a little bit harder on most tracks. At least have like a more um, aggressive intonation mm-hmm. in what he's rapping, but this kind of feels like he's lilting almost. He's just kind of yeah, he's not going, mumble rapping, but he's just he's chilled out. Yeah, he's going for a more casual approach, which yeah. I can always appreciate. A thousand miles an hour. It's actually pretty good. I think I, I think I have a place for this. Then again, we still have thirty seconds to get disappointed. They pulled the slow down breakdown at the end. <laughs> This little hook in the end is nice, though. It is nice. Actually, um, I read a while ago that, according to like a music census, um, rap has overtaken rock music for the first time in history. Really? On like the charts and consumable. It's a it's a bigger genre. It's the first time there's been like a genre bigger than rock since you know the charts. But that's insane. But I feel like it's a long time coming. This is I true. We, anyone could have uh, seen this coming in the past 10 years. Mm-hmm. That was nice. I really want to listen to the next track off that split, Hood Rich Disco. I feel like that, just just by the name, that's got to be a The banger. name alone, yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm going to listen through that. I think I'm going to um, recommend that to Edson. I think Edson would like that a lot. Yeah, you're right. Because like, that feels like his lane of rap, and he already loves Toro Moi, yeah. So COO I think, Gomez will appreciate that. Exactly, exactly. I'll, I'll report back to the DM with good news. <laughs> <laughs> so is that, a, is that a save in your book? That's a research save for me. All right. Chris, what do you got? I've got a one-minute track. Yeah? Yeah. Um, these guys have been recommended on here a million times. I have one of their songs saved, not on Spotify. Ooh. Because for a while, I couldn't find their music on here. It's on YouTube. Huh. Um, this is, uh, you've played your part. By Killed Myself, which is one word. And they're 
throughout this guy's entire discography that I've seen, he's never used a capital letter in any song name. Uh, it's all lowercase. He's one of those. And his, uh, his description on Spotify is, not a band, just a sad kid making beats, which is probably why I would like it. It's hey. mostly, most of the stuff I've heard is instrumental. All right, well, this is this will be right on my lane, probably. I have a feeling this might be um, an intro track. No, it's not. It's one thing to want to be rich. I mean, rappers been talking about having money and inflection gold chains and all that shit forever. That ain't that new, but thank you just... Mm-hmm. Don't come in, it's just all about money, and that's all it is. You're disrespecting the whole actual game, you're disrespecting fans buying your shit. The atmospheric background. It's pretty cool. It's drawn me into like a kind of life is strange mentality. I feel like Max and Chloe are just about to pop out. Oh man. Fucking life is strange, man. What a trip. So yeah, that's that's that track. Um, I'm actually going to check out the rest of this album because I do like that dude's music. It's very, very interesting. That's not the best way to portray his music. Killed myself. I think. Yeah. yeah. One it's word. also a very, very edgy name. Yeah. This is uh, off of Backyard Cemetery 2. I want to check this out. That was interesting enough for me, at least. You should, um, you should definitely, um, check them out. The tracks are good. I found, um, the YouTube track I found because it had um, a still frame from Fooly Cooly in the background of the video <laughs> as per all fucking emo <laughs> trap. And I was like, Yep. All right, kid. I got you. I see it. I see it. There's recommended videos on uh, Dozed Off again. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, how left are we turning? Uh, we're going to stay in the electronic lane. Okay. This is a kind of deep house. We're going with um, Maceo Plex. This is, is, is this also a minute? <laughs> this, is, this is nine minutes. <laughs> this is Mutant Pulse featuring Paradigm Shift, the original mix. By Maceoplex? Yep, Maceoplex, yeah. Off of Mutant 2. Yeah. It's a little EP. Yeah, Maceoplex is a... He's like, right, like I said, Deep House, kind of new groove-ish wave. Um, this is a very far-flung kind of niche for my st- taste of music. Mm-hmm. I got recommended... I got really steered into this genre from an old friend Riley okay I was like getting into chill hop and shit like that and uh, he like tuned me on to like Maceo Plex and a couple other artists um, <laughs> he took me to a fucking <laughs> Maceo Plex show in DC what <laughs> totally out of my lane totally Holy out of my lane shit. I walk into this like underground bar it takes like 20 minutes to like standing at the steps right near and it's underground it's a basement Jeez. yeah just fucking this dude walks out and he's he's playing for 45 minutes it was it was fun but i mean that's easy to do when that's four and a half fucking songs right right four yeah it's like five songs really was an hour that's nuts man did you you have did you have a good time though yeah yeah no i did i did it was it was really enjoyable i mean i like this type of music a lot i just kind of sat at the bar and just drank my whiskey sour or whatever that's exactly what i did when i went to like moobaton massive in dc (laughs) years ago i was like this is so far what I'd normally do. Yeah. I'm enjoying it and having a good time, but I'm not getting involved. <laughs> yep, yep. I'm not even walking out to the floor, at least. I was right. feeling it. I was, you know, I was moving my shoulders. I was getting into it. Yeah. I was having a good time. That's crazy. Fucking, what have you been listening to lately? 
What are your rollbacks? Oh, right. Rollback time. Um, yeah. Um, I've been stuck on Let's Bad Rabbits oh, for so a while now. So good. The differences between each of their albums is great. Other than that, strangely Let's enough, um, I've been listening to a lot of Major Laser. Yeah. Yeah, which normally you think would be out of my, my taste, but if nah, anybody can no do that worries. type of music right, it's fucking Major Laser. They're so good. Um, and then I listen to Lil Peep, of course, because Peep. And then actually, um, Comeback Kid. Oh? Yeah, because uh, yesterday I listened through uh, the vocalist of Silverstein's podcast called Lead Singer Syndrome, and they had Andrew from Comeback Kid on there, and I forgot how how respectable those boys are. Yeah, yeah, What for veterans real. they are. So I just listened to their music. What about you? What, what have you been uh, checking out? Man, I got I got to listen to that, that podcast. Is anything with Comeback Kid at least for sure? Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. It's cool. Yeah, Shane from Silverstein and and Andrew from Andrew. Comeback Kid. Nice, super good. I got um. Let's see. I was listening to all them witches. There. <laughs> all them witches. All them witches. I checked t- out. I was checking them out. Listening to their latest album, Sleeping Through the War. Uh, it's great. I've been painting recently. I have this mm-hmm. huge painting I've been working on and. Listening to this, I'm just oh, I can't get into the zone so well. They're they're really fun. That's wicked. They're That's really awesome. really fun. Um, I've been really heavy into Trash Boat. Listening to their dude, latest they're, album, they're really good. Yeah, Crown Shyness is it's a fucking banger, dude. That shit slaps. Uh, yeah, I was pretty slow to check it out because I'd known their their older stuff, but it's good. Yeah, man, it's, it's just good. the first two tracks even just hooked me immediately. Like the hook, the choruses in the. Very quality chorus. Very, very, well very good. I've just been I've been listening to it nonstop. I uh, checked out a couple other new bands just from recommendations from podcasts I've been listening to. Frost Coffin, Skeleton Witch, Bury Tomorrow. Um, I've already went back through Chelsea Grin's latest release and uh, on Dead Rose, <laughs> the first track of this album, they do a callback to Entombment of Machine. Uh, Joffrey Cowboy's Entombment of Machine, which has the. Uh, 2007 classic. Yeah, it just has the classic like scream. It just like cuts to the scream sample, and then yep. back into heaviness. And back into the straight heaviness. They Chelsea Green does a callback to iconic. that. Iconic. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's really. It was. It kind of. It made me. It made me feel a certain way. The nostalgia was. I like it. Was real. They did it the right way. Yeah, that's and very cool. I've been expanding my knowledge as a chuggalo as well. Um, oh Christ. Yep. Actually, you know what? Part of this I was not disappointed about. Yeah, the, my chuggaloness. Yeah, because you, you showed me um, their cover of of Entombment of a Machine. Yep. And the vocalist of, is absolutely goddamn disgusting. Yeah, dude, Chuggaboom, they're a fucking joke, and I love it. And if they if they ever listen to this, I, I fully support everything you're doing. But they have a EP that they put out. T what T W I C dot four, and it's like a fucking basement recording it's five covers you know, like yeah. Meister Exercise or Pray for Plagues Entombment of Machine fucking Wage Slaves like Recreant and it's yeah. just really to I think showcase the vocalist talent it, and it, and it does just that he's fucking gross dude he's really goddamn he's nasty nasty uh, so that was cool that was fun Chuggalo Chuggalo so I know for, for me from the past few shows um, I've gotten really into that Minus the Bear song that you would put oh, on, yeah, 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 super good, and I really like the um, the Beanes and Ocean song. Yeah, it's very emotional. Yeah, yeah, it was good. And I like that. I was I was a big fan of that. And then um, I still haven't checked out more minus the bear. I need to. They've got so much music, and you told me I actually wrote down exactly where I needed to start. Yeah. So I'll I'll, I'll get into that. Yeah, fair enough. That track was very good. Um, 
I did listen to their 2014 record, Lost Loves. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. I mean, uh, I didn't listen to it as much as Ice Planet of Ice. But Voids, their 2017 release, is supposed to be pretty good as well. Interesting. Um, They're just good. They're just fucking good. Yes, they are, it seems. I will will confirm in a week or two. (laughs) So I know at least until Warp Tour, I'm kind of just going to be kind of hopefully hyping myself off on these Warp Tour bands. Right, yeah. Yeah, I I loved going through and checking out all the bands I I wanted to see. Like, um, Real Big Fish. Actually, I love seeing real big fish. I've, I've, I've actually seen them like like five or six times because they play like every warp tour. Right, but they're really fun. I we enjoy were, them. If we were looking at their set list, the set list that a lot of the bands have been doing this uh, for the last couple. I guess the last leg of warp tour. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember you were stoked about their medley that they're doing. Um, yeah, they have a. Um, um, they have a song called SR, which yeah. stands for Suburban Rhythm. Yeah. The album version is less than two minutes long, mm-hmm. but when they do it live, I've actually seen it live twice now. Um, they they cut after after playing it, and they go on this like this scripted rant about how like that song really sucks, and they play it in a bunch of different genres afterwards. Yeah, I've seen it, it done in like country, in rap. Um, I've seen it done in death metal where the singer Aaron literally puts the mic like inside of his mouth and he just like burps. <laughs> it's it's hilarious. It's so fun to see live. So I'm excited about that. Nice. That'll be that'll be a good time. Get my little ska on. See, that's when everybody's gonna be expecting me to wear the slip-ons. Yeah. They won't they won't be expecting me in that Kubla Khan pit. I'm trying to figure out if I I feel like I wanna like closely calculate seeing wage war because I just wanna see the river. Yeah. That's that's all I want to see. Maybe alive in the river, which I think is their opening too yeah. for most of the set list. So we'll see. We get to see Turnstile. Yes. Speaking of, and of course our, our homies in Sharp Tooth. That'll be cool. Yeah. I'm just super excited to see every time I die, which doesn't really make sense. I've seen them so many times, but every time I see them, it's just a great live experience. I think. I think that's awesome. You know, I think. What am I trying to say here? For myself. I idolize every time I die. You know, they're my favorite band. Mm-hmm. And it's for me, it's like, of course, they are they have the best live performance. They have oh, the yeah. best music. When you go see every time I die, there's nothing as good. Like, in mm-hmm. uh, their performance, their, just their characters, how tight they are, uh, it's just as, as perfect and as solid as it can get. Uh, it really is as good as it gets. They're definitely in my, in my top three live performances. Yeah. I have yet to figure out the order of them. And it's, um, for me, it's Every Time I Die, Let Live, and Slipknot, actually. Yeah. I've seen Slipknot twice, and they were amazing shows. Something about Corey Taylor, he can command a crowd. He really gets everybody into it. As, he, as the fucking drummer just spins around upside yeah. down. Yeah, <laughs> all that wild theatrical shit. I would like to see Slipknot one time. I would like to see it. It would be good. It's, it, it's a good, good-ass live show. Chris, how do you feel about Mutant Pulse? If I lived in the Matrix, that would be right up my alley. Yeah, that was not the best track. I'm, I'm not a I'm not a trench coat kind of guy. Yeah, me either. Usually, I'm 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 doing work while I listen to this, mm-hmm. and I want like kind of a driving beat. That was a little too soft, a little too. It's kind of dungeon somber. Yeah, it was very. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I didn't hate it. It was decent as background music. It's just like there are like six other genres I go to as background music before that. Then again, I'm I'm not a big like electronic guy anyway. Mm-hmm. So that's that's pretty deep in the electronic taste. Yeah, it is. Yeah, this is very niche. I'm passing on that. I didn't hit the sweet spot for me. Sorry, my man, Maceo Plex from Spain. Gonna pass. Passing on that. 
I see this next track. <laughs> yeah, this is a. Uh, I'm ready. This is so, gonna be something. This is gonna be good. I, once again, we'll have the first explicit tag of the show. Um, I'm a fan of this guy. Um, I've saved a couple of his tracks. I have no idea what this track entails, mm-hmm. but, but let's find out. This is my guy Denzel Curry. The song is Clout Cobain slash Clout Cobain again, but it's C-O-13-A-1-N. Off of Taboo Act 2. And Taboo is spelled T-A-13-O-O. Yeah. If you do it any other way, you'll never find it. I like the first track off of this uh, oh, yeah. this single, Super Saiyan Superman. The bass is pretty cool. Oh, yeah, this fourth track, Sirens, featuring uh, J.I.D. Oh, that's your guy. What's up? Might have to check this out then. Yep. It's a pretty ridiculous album cover. He's just, like, covered in blood from his cheeks down. It's like some Suicide Silence shit. Not Suicide Silence, Suicide Season. Oh, yeah, for <laughs> real. It's up my trap alley. He was born in Florida. Nice. Tell me more. Tell me more. He was influenced by Tupac and Buju Bantan. Bantan. The bells are a little too aggressive for me. A little too aggressive. Not the, I guess, like the high sense. I feel it. The, the low end's pretty nice. I'm yeah. a fan of the low end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just feel like those high synths are taken up away from the rest of it. Just a tiny bit. Just a tiny bit. I get it. I'm digging this. He was um, born of Bahamian and Native American parents. Huh. It's an interesting combination. Yeah, it is. You don't hear that all. I know um, before I was like really into um, trap music, I had heard um, his song Ultimate. From the, the fucking bottle flipping videos. Especially the one where the dude walks into the office. He yeah. flips it on the fucking conference table. <laughs> the white dude's just throwing his drink all over himself. Yeah, and they, it's like the slow-mo like explosion as they fall backwards. Oh my god, that's so funny. My favorite version of that, if you're on YouTube. Just Google, just YouTube search when Team Instinct walks in. Oh man, it's the best. That is a really good one. It's the fucking best. So good. Good old Pokemon Go. You still playing? Nah, no, I stopped a while back. I got, I got suspended, man. Again? Uh, well, my first, my main account got fucking suspended during the winter. I was spoofing a little bit. I was trying to, be, I was trying to responsibly spoof. Yeah. I don't want to go out in the snow and the cold and shit and play Pokemon, but I wanted to catch some, right? I get it. Uh, so I spoofed a little bit. I was. I was all up in Japan, fucking Busan, Korea, trying to catch shit. Out in Busan. Yeah, they, uh, yeah, out in Busan. I was out there. They fucking, they caught my ass, suspended me. And I just kind of like, all right, you know, that's fine. Dude, recently though, I still uh, try to keep hip to what's going on. They had, on community days, they have like special events and shit. And yeah. Like special Pokemon, like shiny Pokemon or whatever. Mm. They had this, they had Squirtles that you could catch with their sunglasses. That's amazing, yeah, Squirtle they, Squad. They had the Squirtle Squad. Fucking sweet. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. That's cool. I forgot that um, uh, Denzel Curry was in the same freshman class and Cypher. As Kodak Black, 21 Savage, Uzi, and Yachty. What? I feel like this guy, at least lyrically and flow, 
is definitely a cut above all of those guys. Yeah. No hate on those guys. I listen to all of them. But they're a little more more goofy than this guy. Yeah, I got to check out this, uh, this EP. Yeah, off of song titles alone. Yep, yep. And I, I, I don't know. I've, I've always liked Denzel Curry, so I'm definitely going to check it out. And I'm definitely going to check out the song with J.I.D. Because you, you got me hip to him. He's a freshman this year. Yep, he's in there. Freshman class. What um? What have you got next? Hmm. Hmm. I think you know one of the things I'm going to say about this. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not expecting <laughs> anything crazy here. This is Backbreaker by Fit for a King. Once again, one of those bands where I've seen the name a million times, never looked into them. Some metalcore. I say I think we've had him on here maybe once before. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, that's pretty interesting so far. I see it. I'm liking the tones. Yeah, these chords are nice. Yeah. It's a little different. The Discord isn't, it's not a true Discord. I would say it's not the, the stereotypical metalcore Discord. We'll see where it goes from here. If I get a clean chorus during this, I'm going to be upset. It's kind of like new metal y. Yeah, yeah. Bring double bass back to the If words are words. That Tom feels pretty tough. I like real time Tom feels. Yeah, very new metal. And you hear those like. Mm-hmm. Background. Hey, you've got my attention. Using the ride symbol too. It's like they it's like they listen to us. <laughs> really guys, we need to we need to fall back in the good graces of weekly discovery. Yeah, they they haven't they haven't they haven't had us on there. We gotta impress them. Every time I hear a well timed Tom feel like that, that's super heavy. Reminds me of the first time I heard Season Devoured by Rings of Saturn. Yeah. And right before the breakdown, I think that makes it even more heavy when it goes. Yeah. So good. And Love the hi hats too, they're changing up the symbols. Mm-hmm. It's like it's literally like they listen to us. I don't understand. <laughs> this is interesting. This is not what I expected. It's good. Not at all. This is much better than I expected. Not that I not that I was assuming it was gonna be bad or anything. I, I was. Yeah? Yeah, kind of. There's a couple of tracks that they have that I've at least I expected enjoy. to be boring. Yeah, boring for sure. Or or like Stereotypical, yeah. Yeah. I know you said that there are a couple songs that you back. Once again, interesting chord choice. Then again, if you're if you're doing this style of music, you've got to make it interesting, right? Yep, you really do. What if this is one take on his screen right here? Jeez. What if he only did it for like one second? And they just extended extended it the entire way. That would be hilarious. That was Backbreaker by Fit for a King. I didn't think I was going to save a Fit for a King song, but I think I will. Yeah, that was fun. That was all right. I like that. If the rest of the album's like that, then respect. We'll see. We asked for something a little different. We asked for uh, a couple of changes. Them to break out of the box a little bit, just in, in music in general. Fit for a King. 
the Heard Your Boys. I guess so. I got you. I feel like 75% of the compliments we gave were drum bass, though, too, yep. which is really cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. Well, we've mentioned that before. Bass and drums are just really what highlight a good track. Oh, hell yeah. The backbone, the skeleton. I have low expectations for this next track. Yeah. It's, um, I guess, more of a speaking point for me. We'll see. This is a new single, question mark, from Muse called Something Human. Now, there's, um, there's some Muse that I absolutely love. I think they fell off years ago. Personally. Personally. Yeah. I only like um, their first two albums. Uh, I did just a, I did a little, little whistle guy there. Did you hear that? Yeah, I heard it. It's pretty cool. Put that in the recording. I'm talented. Um, Origin of Symmetry and Absolution. I really like those records. Yeah, yeah. And even then, there were some songs on there that I thought were a little pretentious. And then they came out with the fucking uh, super massive Black Hole album, uh, Black Holes and Revelations. Where I like I like Star- Starlight, but I actually think I only liked it because the girl I liked liked it. Yes. And they came out what was that like 2007, 2006, and that was that was the the album that made them problematic because that's the one that had Knights of Sidonia on there, which everybody blew up because of Guitar Hero right, and how right. like ludicrous it was. Such a pretentious fucking song. Yeah, and everything passed. That's when they started doing like, huge stadiums and all this shit. Chris, I'm not going to lie to you. I've never fucking liked Muse. That's fine. I've never liked them. Fuck Muse. Good. I'm Good. just, I'm going to go ahead and say, I yep. see they have an album, 1999 Showbiz. What do you feel? What are your thoughts on that? No, I didn't actually know that existed. I'm only, I just, I'm poking holes in all of your, uh, Good. all of your arguments here. Good. Just so I can make more room to say fuck Muse. All right. Exactly. So I've, I've never liked them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been, I've been. People tried to get me into them multiple times, and it wasn't until, well, like, mm-hmm. I guess a year and a half, two years ago, that Will Olson, our, uh, our good friend, showed me the good tracks off of Origin of Symmetry. Yeah. <laughs> that sound more like, you know, Red Hot Chili Peppers or... Even then, like, looking back, I'm not huge on them. Yeah. They just don't... They don't suck as they bad. They don't annoy me. Yeah, 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 for sure. Whereas, and, like, I, I really, I think the tracks on Absolution, at least the, the three that I, I loved, quote unquote, was because I loved them at a certain point. Right, right. I downloaded them in middle school. Yeah. I, I still um, I still really like um, uh, the track Hysteria and some other one with a wicked bass line. But outside of that, because that, that felt like more like alternative. In fact, some of it felt like almost like, like punky. Uh, yeah, it did feel... Yeah, their punk stuff is okay. Is okay. Yeah. Even then, it's not going to be the first thing I go to. Yeah, Hysteria and Stockholm Syndrome. I think those are the only two songs I'm going to take away from Muse as as I am now. Yeah. And as, even then, as it, just hold, it holds like, yeah, it holds a nostalgic sense for me. Like, what are we fucking listening to? I don't know, some bullshit. It sounds like the a bad version of the background song of a Disney movie. Yeah, or... Like on an island. Yeah, it sounds like they made it specifically for a Verizon commercial. This is true, yes. All right, so what's this guy's the vocalist name? Matthew Bellamy? Uh, My yeah. big issue is how he sings. How he sings and just draws every note, every word out for 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. Fucking kill me. I want to listen to something besides you crooning shittily. Yeah, somebody, somebody listened too much to too much Radiohead. 
and doesn't do it as well. Then again, like, I guess to, like, play devil's advocate or, like, I guess, like, pull a needle out of a shit stack, it's a unique voice. It is. It we is. talked before about how, like, if you're going to get, like, really noticed, one of the ways you can do that is have a unique, a unique vocalist. Doesn't necessarily make it good though. That kind of polarizes to have a weird voice. Yeah, like with a like with Coheed. Exactly. I was about to I was about to bring that up. You read mm-hmm. my mind. That's I what like, I do. I like Coheed. Yeah. Everyone else doesn't. You know, tons of people don't. Yeah. You either you either are getting a in, in keeping secrets tattoo or <laughs> you swear to murder them on site. And Muse. I'm the one that's opposite. Fuck Muse. Dude. Everyone fuck, else loves fuck them. Muse. All right. Something human. Yeah. Not what they're putting out. I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on that one. I feel like we might have made some enemies there. Uh, I hope so. I hope I made a couple enemies. Fuck Muse. I'm gonna say it again. Fuck Muse. Solidarity. Yeah. <laughs> Except those two tracks, I really like. I was at a band called O Muse for a while. Were you? <laughs> yeah. O Muse. O Muse. O Muse. What uh? What do we have to change this up? Oh, I'm hoping. I, I'm I'm hoping this is a cover. Actually, I'm, I was actually about to ask: Is this a cover? I th- I'm really hoping it is. I'm really hoping my next song after it is a cover too. But we'll get, <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> Me too. Me too. But what what have you got? I'm excited for this. This is "Feel Like Making Love" by Blank and Jones. Yeah, given your most recent uh, tracks. Oh, featuring Zoe Zoe, Zoe D. D. I was going to say, given your um, your recent music taste, I was kind of expecting like some some crunchy garage tones coming in yeah. for the cover. But now I feel like I'm being seduced. <laughs> Blank and Jones are, are pretty solid. Yeah, who are Blank and Jones? Two dudes. Been really important in the history of electronic music, Chris. Really, really important. It started in 1997. Really? Uh, yeah, they were the originators of trans music. Oh, kind of with cool. like likes of Tiesto, Paul Oak and Fold. Um, yeah, they've been, uh, they've released 20, Chris, 20 artist albums. Holy shit. Count them. 20 fucking albums. Chiltronica, you ever heard of that, that genre? They created it. Nice. This uh, this feels good. I like this. It's gonna be like the same kind of feeling like Lo-Fi does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good Lo-Fi. This is going in the summer living playlist. I feel like making love. Oh, I'm the only one up here, so don't. You're right. You're right. (laughs) Time to time to right swipe. (laughs) 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 Um. I just got deep in investigating who Zoe D is and just realized the Facebook page I'm digging into is Zoe D, hair and beauty. Ah. Yeah, that's wrong. There's not a lot of info on her, man. Zoe D. Zoe D, send, send us a message so we can shout you out. Let's see. She has 1,400 monthly listeners. She's from Denmark. Denmark. She has a 2016 album, The Story of My Life. She's been on uh... Yeah, she's been on Blank and Joe and stuff before. What if it's what if it's a daughter? What if it's a daughter of one of them? Is this her guitar work? Because the cover album has her with a guitar. Yeah. 
Well, it's definitely her voice. What if it's not? Ooh, you're right. <laughs> she, she just gets a guest solo. <laughs> like a Reigns of Saturn song or whoever has Lucas Mann on a track. Yeah. Every wannabe Reigns of Saturn band. Yeah. I mean, if this is, um, if this is her voice, I, I think I might check her out. I mean, she just has a short album, so like, wouldn't hurt to check it out. Yeah, and I mean, if these guys, with their 20 studio albums, brought her in for a track, then gotta be respect there right yeah i'm betting twenty dollars it's a daughter or a niece of some kind <laughs> this is possible but she's got she's got a soothing voice this is some smooth jazz to where yeah. I, I would imagine her singing on did you um did you peep the quality of her album cover which oh no i didn't of the story of my life Remember recently when I was talking about how in high school I used to um, make our, our promo art through Picnic? Yeah. yeah, that's, that's what this reminds me. Yeah, that's exactly what that is. Threw an Instagram filter on there. Yeah, she's got her the shitty typesetting, the type font. Mm-hmm. She's got her guitar and her signature on there. It's an album cover. There it is. The signature. That's big dick energy. Yeah. <laughs> that's 100% what big dick energy is. Yeah, if you're signing that shit, just, just to let him know. Like absolutely unknown. It's my signature. What's up, bitch? On my album cover. <laughs> <laughs> means that every album is signed already. That's, exactly. I mean, she's getting a lot of the work out of the way for this herself. This is absolutely true. <laughs> Fucking Zoe D. That makes every every album infinitely more valuable. It's a smart chick. She's this is true. Chick. Um, I'm going to save that. that. That felt good. I like that. Yeah. Because, of, because of you guys, I actually do have a place for that now. So yeah. I'll go ahead and put that there. You're welcome. God, I hope this is a cover. It's not going to be a cover. <laughs> I really hope it's a cover. Um, I actually already heard State of the Scene kind of shit on this song. But I, I turned yeah. it off so I didn't hear any details. But let's see. Let's see. This is a Let It Go by the story so far. <laughs> um, These guys, um, I know when we were talking about Trash Boat, about how when this genre was like, coming to a peak yeah. and some bands were over the wave and kind of established themselves mm-hmm. and then a lot of other bands fell by the wayside and had to like climb through the shit to make it back in Trashboat being one of those hard working bands that did it the story so far got validated very quickly yeah they found their place mm-hmm. a little too quickly a little too quickly and the thing is like it's felt like they've been stagnant for a while their last album they dropped was was 2015 and it definitely had like a different feel to it than the rest of the music before that. Like their first two albums, I like a lot. Yeah, I've never been into the story so far, Chris. I've never, uh, I've never been really into them. But they're they're named after a newfound glory song. I know, I know. Um, there's select tracks that I can um, I can point out to you, but I I don't know. I feel like they um I thought they were dead in the water, honestly. So this song is gonna have to do a lot to bring me back in it's not doing it right now nah it's not it really is not his melodies kind of reminded me of fucking Tom DeLonge from Blink-182 or formerly of Blink-182 my bad formerly of I feel like Tom DeLonge is doing uh, vocal classes for all these pop all these punk bands pop punk bands yeah, ruining them all yeah it's either that or everyone is wrongly idolizing his voice, his vocal style this is possible because the thing is like this guy has always had like in a way a voice like this yeah but Parker has never really done it like this 
I think maybe maybe I just have to listen more, or maybe I have to go back and listen to their older music. Right, right. Because what really drew me most of the time was their instrumentation. I think you said they were more on the hardcore side, really. Yeah, they, they were, were instrumental. I mean, they were more they their were, instrumentation. Yeah, they were more of um like an easy core band, quote unquote. Yeah, they were chalked in oftentimes with like um uh, with like like a day to remember and shit like that. Huh. Um. um but instrumentally, I, I just thought they were so good. And then the last, the last album had a lot of drums that were just like this, where it's just kind of doing like kind of offbeat, or like a little more artsy, as opposed to doing really creative fills and then two steps, breakdowns, fast parts. Like there's nothing really punk about this track, and it kept the, the same rhythm going the whole time. So that was actually pretty boring. Yeah, how is that supposed to want, make me want to listen to the album? I mean, that's the first track they've dropped in three years. Huh. That's what you come back with? I'm not trying to fully shit on it. It's just that, like, they needed something big. Yeah, where's the hook that's supposed to draw you in? Where is anything that shines out of that album? Or out of out of uh, what's to come, at least? Yeah. Because that's feeling like a possibly just a little bit more boring version of their last album. Yeah. Which didn't really... It didn't hit fans the same as... The stuff before, yeah, so. but you've already you already said they've solidified their place in this genre already. I feel like they'll they'll always have a a plateaued size of a fan base. Yeah, and that's but the that's thing is the like problem. they they were they were well over it though. That's the thing. So um, they've lost it down to like that midpoint, and I agree that that's a problem. Why do you think that's a problem? Because it doesn't force them to innovate or push themselves. If they Absolutely. know that they're going to hit a certain amount of records and they're always going to have a certain amount of people at their shows and buying their albums. Then why put effort into changing or making good music? Why challenge yourself? Yeah. Complacency yeah. is what that spurs. But that's I mean, that's, that's what a lot of having a young fan base does for yeah. these kind of bands. Cause it's tiring to be in a band. And if you're quote unquote lucky enough to have a consistent fan base, no matter the quality, like what, I feel like a lot of people just kick back. Yeah. Let's just uh, revisit the formula, put out an album that follows that formula, and uh, make a couple of bucks. Exactly. They'll probably drop like an EP or something, and it'll be mediocre. Yeah. I expect, maybe, I expect better from them. Maybe they'll do a series of five singles that all suck. <laughs> and then release it as an EP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a piano rendition of Let It Go. Oh. I already have a piano rendition to let it go. It's, it's so much better. It's so much better. <laughs> so much better. I have high hopes for your next track to, to save it. Yeah, let's let's get into this. This is a yeah. Counterpart's new single, Monument. Dude, I love Counterparts. Me too. They're like just different enough. They're so different. See, it says they can be discovered on... It says two playlists on Spotify. Classic hardcore and complete chaos. They should be opposites of each other yeah. within the genre. Counterparts pulled off. Counterparts definitely not classic hardcore. <laughs> Maybe like they're considering like time. Like their first record could be considered classic. Yeah, 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 true. Yeah. They always have such good bass grooves. Their bio just says nice music. Ooh, yes. them to not disappoint. I'm never, I'm never really disappointed with these dudes. Well, of course, dude. They're from Ontario. They're Canadian. Yeah. 
Yeah, we. I forgot that they're Canadian. Canadian hardcore acts do not disappoint. They don't fuck around. Like, come back, kid. Yep. Yep. And, um, these guys' counterparts are doing like a co-headline tour with Venus Motion. Pretty, pretty exciting. Oh, this makes me want to go see that. Yeah. Should be really good. The drums have just been going crazy the entire time. The bass is ripping. It's fucking slapping all over the place. All the riffs are flowing well into each other. And for, for usual counterparts, bedside manner, they have that like that like desperate lead in the background. Yeah. Like it's like it's gasping for air. Fuck yes. That was it was fucking a good. Track. It only needed to be a minute and fifty one seconds. It yeah. didn't need any more. No, it didn't need a goddamn second more. So good. What do I have? I don't know. But it is by Rudimental and Major Laser. This is a Let Me Live M22 remix. Oh, it's also got Anne Marie, um, Mr. Easy, and M22. So we'll see. Um, I know I was talking to our roommate Pat um, a couple days ago, I think. Yeah. A lot of um, because he was listening to like an EDM song from an artist I knew, and I was like EDM. He's like, yeah, he's, he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, not not a lot of it. And I was like, no, it's cool because like I have a good, an okay amount of EDM saved, and when I went through it, um, most of it had a strong female feature on it. Huh. So I feel like I might be in it for the singing. Yeah. And the beats are great. It's mostly like major laser, <laughs> but the man himself. Once again, I'm I'm just all about the female vocals. But I know I know Anne Marie. I'm not a big fan of her voice. Yeah, why? What's she from? Um, I don't know. Am I allowed to say she she's pretty? All pop stars are supposed to be pretty. Yeah, that's a thing. Everyone's she's, pretty. Yeah. Um, I remember her from actually a Nick Jonas track. Huh. That's got a it's got a rhythm to it. Yeah, it's making me pop a little bit. doesn't say where she's from she's a former three-time world karate champion holy though. fuck that's yeah. badass that's amazing in the i just remember in the in the jonas video she looked kind of like marilyn monroe i think it's the way she did her hair yeah and i was like oh marilyn hey what's up how you doing who else someone else is on that track somebody who you wouldn't expect Mike Posner was on that track. Do you remember Mike Posner? That's not ringing any bells, Chris. Which is totally okay. Um, he had kind of like a one-hit wonder in like 09. And he played 09 Warp Tour. <laughs> but he was like he's like a like a pop singer, like kind of rapper, white guy. Yeah. Yeah. So seeing him in this video was really weird. That's cool. That's fucking cool. See, this this goes back to the thing we were saying about the 1975. She's British. Huh. I could never tell by her singing. Yeah, no, me either. She's got a very American pop singing style. I'm um two months uh, younger than her. I always assume people my age would look older. Yeah, it's kind of fun. We're getting up there. It's getting to the point where people on TV, I'm looking, I'm, I'm, dude, I, I can't remember. Oh, I was hanging out with fucking Scott the other night, and he was watching The Proposal. 
Awful show. Awful ABC show. So addicting. I sat down and within five minutes, I'm like, I want to watch the rest of this episode. I hate it. I fucking hate when that happens. Anyways, I get sucked in. All these contestants. It's, a, it's like a 31-year-old woman or something, like a 33-year-old woman. Nice. All the contestants are like younger than 27, pretty much. Wow. And I'm just like watching this. I'm like, I'm older than most of these people. How? That's, it, that's a weird feeling, dude. I've had um, a weird, I had a discussion with my um, my former co-manager, D, because he's, he's a striving and pretty successful artist. Yeah. I had the conversation with him that all the people who are getting famous now are younger than us. Yep. We passed that limit. Yep. Which kind of discouraged him at first, but then I, I explained shit like um, how Periphery was like around our age when they got signed. Yeah. How Peter Dinklage didn't get jobs until much older. Yep. Shit like that. And that's when I went back to my normal catchphrase, which is you choose your prime. You choose your fucking prime. You choose your prime, and I'm in mine right now. Chris, I gotta say, that's probably one of my favorite sayings that you, uh, one of your, one of my favorite trademarks of your sayings. What am I trying to say? Uh, it's one of my one favorite. favorite catchphrases. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Chris. Hell yeah. Um, that was pretty fun. I actually do have a place for that. So um, I think I'm going to save to investigate and check the original mix. I'm going to let that pass. I'm not feeling the EDM today. I passed on. I get it, dog. I passed on the uh, Maceoplex. I'm passing on uh, passing on rudimental. Two, uh, two very different types of EDM. Mm. But it still had the same like driving um, beat, I guess. Yeah. Just in very different ways. Yep. Uh, calling them both EDM, I guess, is a... Uh, well, it's electronic it's dance fair. music. It is, yeah. I mean, technically, you can call hardcore rock music. You're right. Yeah. You're damn right. So it's easy as that. Hey, next up. All right. This is Lost Ideas from While She Sleeps. The hopes aren't high. This is off of the URE uh, Special Edition. This is <laughs> the closing track of this album. Cool. I feel like these guys are Australian. Are they Australian? Oh, they're from um, Sheffield, England. Yeah, yeah. So fancy Australia. <laughs> Their top track is featuring Ollie Sykes. Yeah. Off of You Are We. I'm trying to remember how I know these guys and why I automatically assume they're bad. They've been around for a long, long time. Um, since 2010. I feel like they were on they were on a pop goes at one point I think yeah probably and they covered something I didn't like uh, I have a feeling this song might be an outlier yeah this is the closing track off the special edition of this album it's like an eight minute maybe this is just a I don't know what the f- oh this is lost ideas okay so these are songs. oh these are all clips yeah that they never ended up putting in. Okay, let's see if there's any... Uh, That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. Honestly, and I'm not, I'm not hating it so far. That's an interesting idea. Yeah. Lost Ideas would just be me releasing an album, <laughs> pretty much, of just one one minute of a riff I thought was good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're putting the songs together. This is interesting. This is, this is, cool. this is pretty cool. This is not what I expected. Why the fuck would Spotify recommend me this out of all their tracks? Yeah, this, that's what Algram kind of missed there. You yeah. know what? I messed up. I mixed them up with For All Those Sleeping. Ah, there we go. Oh, there we go. Fucking sleeping. Hey, while, uh, while this is I'm cycling through. Yeah. We've been talking about other podcasts, other music podcasts. Mm-hmm. One 
that I have listened to recently yes. into the combine. Very cool. I uh, that's why you wrote Skeleton Witch down to investigate. Yep, yep. I wrote Skeleton. That's why. Um, but into the combine, it's three guys: Jason, Shaddy, and Stan the Man. I thought I, I was listening to that maybe like last year. I was listening to it on like Stitcher or something like that, and it stopped being uploaded there. So I thought they were gone forever. Uh, turns out they're not. And their most recent one, uh, they interviewed Liam, the singer of Cancer Bats. Mm-hmm. I fucking love Cancer Bats, and I love him even more now. But Into the Combine is a really good podcast. These, these guys are kind of cool. I think they're they may be like a little bit older than us. So yeah. they're which is actually kind of cool to listen to. Yeah, it is. It is because it's not that they're they're not like like grumpy or bitter or anything, but they definitely have like an older taste in this, this like genre of music. Yeah. Which is cool because it's different than mine. I yep. like comparing things. It makes like a Venn diagram for me. Exactly. Because I can see what I have in common with these guys. Yep. And see what of my shitty music they, they hate. Fucking hell. Uh, for me, it's almost like mentor mentality. Like, I think they're like the age of when I was when I was young, they would be like the age, the person that would hand me down the good music, you know? Mm-hmm. So I gotta say, I the combine. Sweet podcast, sweet dudes. Yeah, no, they're Liam from Cancer Bats. Yeah. He has, like, some of the best ideas on approaching how to write music and keeping his audience in mind and the fans in mind as they're writing music. Uh, He talks about, like, how he came up with the idea for their track, We Run Free, off of uh, the Spark That Moves. He said he was just, like, going out to dirt bike or something, and he was in his car, and he just had the idea for, like, a... Like a song to amp you up as you're going out to do some like motocross or, or anything yeah. physical like that. So he just like records it on his phone and is like You know? Oh my god. That's just cool, I think. Dude, I used to do that back in the day. Yeah. A lot. I had so many like hidden recordings. That's the way to do it, man. That's what you get really good ideas that way. Dude, I wonder if I could like like charge up my old flip phone and just go through a bunch of them and see what I had. I bet there'd be some gems in there. It's quite possible. That was back before, like, my songwriting got, like, tunnel vision. Yeah, into one. It was yeah. back when I had a completely open writing mind. So that'd be, that'd be kind of cool. This is interesting. I hope this keeps going on for, like, another minute and a half. Well, this is going to go on for another four minutes. Oh, we're halfway through it? Okay, good. That's not bad. Well, it's, it's three minutes. We're, we're five out of five out of eight. Okay, nice. So going back to Spotify, all the issues they're having. Mm-hmm. What was this uh, on the Reddit thread that you found? Supposedly they've paid out a total of less than $15 a month in royalties to their artists. Yeah, that's what um, this guy was claiming. He, he seemed like well articulated, but I'm going to have to actually research in order to corroborate the claim. Yeah. But he was saying that they, they dish out less than 15 bucks a month. For their artists, that seems fucking insane. Yeah, for something that I I listen to for hours every single day. Yeah, yeah. The amount of money they should have given set to stun for like four months. <laughs> ludicrous. Yeah, really. Ludicrous. Absolutely ludicrous. That's a that's pretty upsetting. But if they don't have the money to even dish out, I guess that makes sense. I mean, really? well, that's because I feel like they do have the money. I feel like if they if they got more 
like if they got their PR people to go out and say that they're paying more to the artist, yeah, more people will pay for Spotify. Yeah, exactly. Because they'd be like, oh, I can directly support the artist yes. every day. Yes. By listening to music, as opposed to waiting for them to come around mm-hmm. and then them getting thirty percent of the T-shirt I buy or some shit like that. You can directly pay your artists by listening to their music. Yep. See, here's what I'm thinking. What is it? Fifteen dollars a month for the family plan. Family plan. Yeah. I would pay double that if I knew for a fact that half of it was going to the artists that I listen to. Oh, yeah. I would easily pay double that a month. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's just my opinion. And I have, I have like, a little bit of disposable income. And if it's music, I, I have no qualms. If you're going to invest in anything, why yeah. not the thing that I'm most passionate about in life? Yeah, exactly. I get it. I mean, I'm on, I'm on your family plan. But still, I'd, I'd start my own. <laughs> I would, everyone in. Yeah, I, I would pay double easily if I knew that half of it was going to the Spotify artists that I listen to. That and I go, I'd go to my parents' house and set up like six devices and all listen to Set to Stun for like 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> like my parents like go to the beach and it just has Set to Stun running 24-7. I'm like, all right, boys, the check's coming in. Finish yeah, that LP. But then you wouldn't, it wouldn't be that much of a, it has to be different accounts, you know? Oh, this is true. This is true. Well, I think, um, I think my, no, my brother doesn't have one. Is my dad? No, my dad just runs whatever through Alexa whatever Alexa does dude Adam showed me this the other day they made um, a joke um, intro for Bethesda at E3 that had um, it had Peel from Key and Peel mm-hmm. no no it had Key okay um, and he was he was like going to his devices he went to like reach for like his switch and he's like no he went to reach for the Xbox controller he's like no and he goes Hey Alexa, play Skyrim. <laughs> so he's playing Skyrim through his Alexa. Supposedly that is a free function. You can like play Skyrim, quote unquote, on Alexa now for what? free. That's ridiculous. So the next time I go over to my parents' house, I'm gonna blow my dad's fucking mind because he loves he loves that thing. Yeah. And he figured out all these like neat nifty things. And he likes to watch me play this game where I try to name musical artists that Alexa can't find. Yeah. I haven't won yet. Fuck. Not yet. Okay. That's how you're going to close while she sleeps? Yeah, the only heavy track, the only heavy The only heavy riff. part of the entire thing. Yeah. All right, that was eight minutes of lost ideas. Very interesting concept. I'm not sure if I'm going to save it. No, I'm not going to save it. But now that I know that they're not the other band. Yeah. I've tried again to while she sleeps a couple of times. It's never really stuck for me. Um that was interesting, but it's not going to make me go back and revisit the album. It was a cool concept. I might bring it up if it's topical at yeah, some point, yeah. but outside of that, I'm not going to listen to it either. The thing is, like, something like that isn't an easy listen. No. Unless it was, like, one of my favorite bands doing that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, God, this could have been so great. I would listen to an entire album of Every Time I Die riffs oh, that they sure. haven't used. Oh, for sure. As I was to say, I can only imagine, like, the beauty hitting a stick to your guns one. Yeah, you're, you're so right. Good. You're right. Well, I, I know that um, while she sleeps is never stuck for you, but I know for a fact this will stick for you. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, guys, I am the one putting this track on here. Here he is. I am the one, the only one that put Chelsea Grin this week. <laughs> this is two two releases in a row. Two release right. Chelsea in a row. Grin has been officially uncanceled. Here's Eternal Nightmare. Is this a, a single or the title track? Title track. Uh, this is the uh, yeah, this closing is, track off of Eternal Nightmare. Still the title track. You're right. The title, you're right. You're right. Title, you're right. title closing track. 
There we go. With the shitty album art. That fucking Hot Topic t-shirt. Yeah, it is. Man, there's nothing. I don't have enough good things to say about this album. This is what we needed. I think this was the best move they could have made. This is like, um, this Eternal Nightmare to Chelsea Grin is, um, Matriarch to Veil of Maya. Oh, you're fucking right. You're the, the so career fucking saver. Right. Yeah, yeah. And just a better vocalist. Well, they got, had the vocalist on the album before this, right? Yeah, they had a different vocalist on Self-Inflicted, and this is the Lorna Shore dude. Um, Such a good call. Yeah, really good call. I like Self-Inflicted. Well, at least I really like Skin Deep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that track is fucking good. That almost sounds like a Granite State riff, but done by Chelsea Grin. Yeah. I just want to let this play, dude. I just want to enjoy this. Just let it go. But not like the story so far. True. The introductions into their riffs are massive. Yeah, yeah. All the transitions are fluid. And the drumming, the bass, the guitars are all on point. Mm-hmm. The drums are just... Uh, he's one of the best in, in the scene, for sure. What's his name? Padro? Uh, You're asking the wrong guy. Yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a Chelsea Grimm boy. Till now. Oh, I heard um, another cool phrase. for Instead of, like, when you said something was, like, stereotypical or whatever. Because that's what all I think about is saying stereotypical. You can say on brand. Hey, nice. I heard a status scene say that. And I was uh, like, that's on brand. Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. It's within genre confines. <laughs> I wrote down enjoyable and entertaining as synonyms for fun. Fun. That's yeah, fun. No, it's enjoyable. I just want to make it clear that I've, I, I'm only a Chelsea Green fan as of 2017. I'm only a Chelsea Green fan as of... 2018. Yeah. So that's okay. We're, we're, we're new to these guys. As opposed to all the fucking Mount Airy kids swinging around. They're like shitty tank tops. Why don't they remake Recreant? Then cover Recreant but call it your own song. Yeah. No direct call outs. I'm not going to do that. But oh, Pablo. Yeah. Pablo is the drummer. <laughs> is that why you came up with Padra? Yeah. Is it Pablo and Pedro? I was just hybriding everything. Dude, honestly, I really like the idea of Padro for a name. Why is that? It's just a cool name. Padro. Padro. Yeah. Like, hey, 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 chill out there, Padro. Podrick. Podrick. <laughs> My boy Pod. My boy Jewel Pod. Yeah, you Pod Rich. Boy Padro. <laughs> 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 Maturing his sound. <laughs> boy Padro. Yeah. It's a slick feeling. It's a fucking slick feeling. God damn it. I'll, oh. I'll save that. Um, I didn't like that as much as like The Wolf or whatever Dead Rose. other one we listened to. Dead Rose, yeah. That's a good way to close out the album. Yeah, it was a good one. It definitely was a closing track. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. What do we have next? I'm pretty I'm pretty stoked. I don't know what we have next, Chris. This is uh, Run the Road by Santa Gold. Run the Road. Off of the latest album. I don't want the Goldfire Sessions. I um I only know a couple of songs by Santa Gold, but she's really fun. She almost feels like 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 anti pop. Like it's technically like pop music, mm-hmm. but it's really weird. Just like um the other week we had um Elephant. Yeah. 
on uh, the Free Control Guys track. Yeah. Uh, I'm at. She's like in that kind of lane. Okay. Like weird, weird pop music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is possibly my favorite type of pop music. The best type of pop music. Mm-hmm. She's got like really weird style, unique voice. I'm listening to. I've been dipping my toes into Sophie recently. Sophie's maybe, good. Maybe that's why this is popping up for me. It's true. Well, also, um, she has a lot of like. Afro-Caribbean influence, so maybe your Latin music also. True, 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 true. It says here that she was um, she had um, roles on The Office, UK one. What? That's um, unexpected. Actress, musician, she's taking over the fucking world. I um, I found her because she had a song featuring my boy, I Love McConan. Oh, nice. That's the second McConan drop. Shouting you out, boy. She had some song that was like, like a really like 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 cheerful like slow sunny day kind of song. Yeah. And at the end of the video, there were four versions of her working in the cafe. They all stopped what they were doing to do like the laziest coordinated dance I'd ever seen. <laughs> to the point where me and my my former coworker Adam, when he would come on, we'd get in front of the TV and we'd do the moves. It was Dude, that easy. God damn it. It was great. From a land down under. Hey. And much in her fashion, as I found out. I'm not a, not a master of her music. I just heard of her before. Every song I've heard has been completely different. Every single time. Anti-pop. Just make weird shit constantly. Yeah, I'm, up. I'm just kind of absorbing this right now to get a feel of it. I like the kind of reggaeton beat. I like the, it's almost like 80s electronic drums. She's from Philly. Her voice is different. I like it. Yeah, I want to check out the rest of this album. For some reason, I, I assumed she was like either from like the UK or like somewhere in, in Europe, because like a lot of these artists that make like this kind of weird pop music are from those areas. Yeah, not Philly. Not Philly. I wouldn't expect it. Maybe that's why she had enough uh, street cred to get McConan on a track. <laughs> Third McConan shout out. Shout out, boy. Come on, the pop. Please, please. Interesting little breakdown, breaking it down. This reminds me of something, and I can't put my finger on it. I want to say sleigh bells, but I don't think that's it. In kind of a way, though. Yeah. Because sleigh bells are, are kind of like they're different. And um, under fans also like the number one is sleigh bells. Is it really? Yeah. Oh shit. Sleigh bells and MIA. Yeah, that's. I was getting that vibe in the beginning for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is. I'm researching all of this. I'm gonna check this record out. She's good. I haven't checked out this record. I checked out um, her 2016 record, 99 Cents, because that's the one with uh, McConan. Four shout out. <laughs> Come on the pod. I need to remember the the other fucking the song that had the, the funny video. I'll figure it out after the cast. For a minute, her first album dropped in 08. 
That's fun. I like her. Yep. And I absolutely have a spot for that. Yeah, I was going on the summer spot. That was enjoyable. Never mind. It wasn't fun. It was entertaining. See, for me, when I, when I say enjoyable, I'm almost trying to defend something that's negative. Yeah. Like, I'm like, it was enjoyable, but nothing really caught my ear. Yeah, there's the but that like, comes after. I feel like I almost follow enjoyable every time with but. <laughs> Whereas, like, when I say fun, I feel like that, to me, at least connotates it's something that I can listen to, but I don't have to be completely in it to get all the parts. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't necessarily say, like, a Between the Bear to Me track is fun. Right, right. It's, it's great. Yeah. It's not fun, though. They might have some fun parts. Whereas, like, that one, that one is, it's fun. Yeah. It's easily consumable. It is. I feel like, yeah, I'm going to save that. Santa Gold, you you did as well. Thank you, Santa's Gold. Santa, come on the pod. Santa, Santa Gold. Yeah, come on the pod. I get the closing track, which I keep thinking is yours. Oh, well. But nope. It might have It might have stemmed from me at some point. Yeah, it stemmed from you giving me all this style of music. Hey, you. And then it's taking over my Discover and Release Radar, and I'm totally okay with it. Oh, sweet. That's good. It's 100% good fine, fine by me. I love seeing the evolution of it. Man, the champagne sunroom just got really fucking dark. Yeah. It looks like I it's think, about to storm like Yeah, I think shit. a storm is a brewing, so let's, uh, let's hit this before the lightning cracks our fucking house open. Good call. Good call. My, uh, my last track will be Party Nights by Strawberry Girls featuring Andres. Yep, there it is. It was July 13th. I have a very strong feeling that they do all of their art, their album art. You think so? Yeah. I wouldn't has, doubt it. That one has like very similar feels. Especially Italian Ghost and American Graffiti. Mm-hmm. Ooh, speaking of, Outmart, this is fucking popping. But, uh... Who was it? They, on the Metal Injection podcast, they interviewed... Who did they interview, Chris? Darren Malakian of, uh, System oh, of, of System. Scars, Scars on Broadway and System of a Down. Mm-hmm. His dad... Did the album art for uh, Mesmerized and Hypnotized. Yeah, dude. Was, that's actually... You're reading my mind now. Yeah. That's exactly what I was going to bring up. But, so I was like, oh, System did that. I was like, wait, no, Darren's dad did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucking cool. This is... This is the definition of fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Hey, there he is. He dropped the 20 run ad lib. Savage on this track? No. I can't do that. I can't fucking do that without his him being there. I don't know, I yell it a lot. But that's in like walking around. Yeah, but if you're gonna put it on a track, you need you gotta give, give credit. Some credit. Yeah. Well, I mean, they didn't sample it. They are kind of biting style, but I have a feeling that 21 might never, ever hear this track. Yeah, I don't think so? No, I bet he will. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll appreciate it. Oh, because, I mean, Strawberry Girls have Kurt Travis. Those those genres are, or at least those bands, you know, those styles are emerging a lot more recently. Yeah, and the thing is, like, um, I know at least with, like, with, like, Johnny Craig, who's been on Strawberry Girls or whatever... A lot of people in that whole Will Swan, Dance Gavin Dance circle yeah. have a great appreciation for modern rap. Yeah, they do. Yeah. I don't know how it happened, but I get it. Yeah. Me being myself, who I'm like in like the metalcore and hardcore, and I've been in the scene before, I fucking love rap. Yeah, yeah. So like, I get it. I can't like wonder where it came from if it happened to me. Yeah, if you're enjoying it, if they enjoy it, that's just... The sign of a good musician, in my eyes. 
versatility. Yep. Open taste. This Andres guy is from uh, from LA. They really Chris, sound like they're having. They really do. Chris, I have a question. Yeah. Why haven't either of us had Death Haven on our uh, release or discovers? Um, I don't know. That was a pretty big release in heavy music. Um, if Nacon used Spotify, it would have been on his. Yeah, true. Yeah, why haven't we had it? Maybe we don't um, listen to enough stuff close to that genre. Yeah, I'm a heathen, and I've listened to Sunbather probably two or three times and cannot appreciate it. I, I listened cannot. to it once. I liked it. Mm. Just for some reason, I never went back. I should give it another try, shouldn't I? <sighs> I feel like I would probably like it more now in retrospect because I've, I've definitely like cooled down yeah. on my music taste for the most part. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah, somebody that was, because that was 2013. I was still like way into heavy stuff and yep. a lot of stuff that I'm I'm just not into anymore. Hmm. I'm gonna have to go back and give Death Haven's Sunbather a listen and then check out Ordinary Corrupt Human Love. Yeah, I, I need to listen to the first two records. I'm skipping then, right over New Bermuda. You try you're skipping over that? Yeah, I'm skipping over it because it's not Bermuda. That's band. true, dude. I fucking love Bermuda. Oh, yeah. All the guitars are tuned to like basses, but like basses <laughs> drop down like twice. Fucking that's so Bermuda heavy. on here. I would love that. Yeah, that'd be sweet. One of um one of my old guitarists played guitar in Bermuda for a little bit after our band broke up. Yeah. He couldn't he couldn't handle it. He couldn't cut it. Or could he? What um, happened? I think he could. He was really good. Yeah. I I don't know the details. We we hadn't talked much. We haven't talked much, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like it's one of those relationships where like We'll like hit each other up on our birthdays or whatever and be like, yo, we should catch up. And you're like, anytime, man. And then a year rolls around. Yeah. It's like, it's like, yo, happy birthday. It's like, oh, <laughs> thanks, man. We should catch up. And it's like, yeah, totally. Next year. Yeah, one of those. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm going to save party nights. That's I, I haven't been safe. disappointed by anything from Strawberry Girls, honestly. Nah, they're good. It's they're all good. seemed kind of different, but I like it. It's the dance, Gavin Dance, that I enjoy. Yes. It, <laughs> there you go. Spot on. Spot fucking on. Oh, I'm excited for Warped Tour. Me too, man. Me too. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I'll be um. I'll be sure to document it through my my Instagram. Yeah, we'll come back on Tuesday. Let you know how it was. Exactly. Maybe we'll do a warp cast. That'd we'll be sweet. see. No promises, kids. Yeah. Maybe maybe do a little a pod about the tracks that we're stoked to hear. Yeah, that that'd, be, that'd be cool. That'd be the way to go. Yeah. And then we. Afterwards, we can do checks and X's, whether they actually played them or not. <laughs> I'll let you know that Ice Nine Kills is going to be an X. Yeah, checks and X. I'll be like, mm, the greatest story ever told. I'll just X this before I go to World Tour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank God it's Friday. Thank you. God it's Friday. A good old rainy Friday. Well, let's get on with our lives before this rain hunkers us down. Yep. I will close this out. How are we closing it, Chris? We'll close it with the intro track to Trash Boat's Crown Shyness. This is Inside Out. I know how much you you like this, and I really like it too. It's so good. Find, for instance, that some of the hardship that you. I'm excited to see that. Yeah, me too. Um, Because I like their older stuff, but I I never would have gone out of my way to see it unless they're like opening for someone else. It's like totally them and the story so far totally flipped for me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. This is the first thing I've the first record I've listened to from them. I just got hit them. And uh, there we go. This, it's, this is what, when Lower Than Atlanta's kind of uh, fell off the scene, and I feel like this is what we needed to 
replace them to, a to bit. fill the spot. They're, they're ready to take the throne. The, yeah. the boys are grown. They're taking the throne. Wait, is Lord than Atlantis there done, right? I don't know. I haven't heard from them in a minute. I'm pretty sure. But right. I haven't really been looking. Oh, no. They're definitely not done. My bad. Oh, sick. So, uh... Share more, the throne, boys. Saying? Yeah, share the throne. This is sick. just good. This is just good. I love it. They did the whole, um... The whole, uh... Like, Tekken Tag switch out. Yeah. Which is cool. <laughs> and when they get full meter, they'll both play. Yep. That's exciting. The ultimate, uh... Marvelous Capcom assist. Oh, hell yeah. Well, um... That was a pretty successful week. Wait for the rain. I'm waiting for the rain. Watching as it washes you away. This is yeah. a perfect outro track. This is true. There it is. Yeah, it looks pretty cool outside. Yeah. Well, this has been the Release Radar on Weekly Discover. My name is JD Myers. I'm Chris Morley. Thanks for joining us. Goodbye. I feel like it might take some time for me to, to get used to the headphones. You think so? It's definitely it's definitely useful. Yeah. But it's different than what I'm used to. Yeah. And we've been running this for a couple months now. Right, right, right. So like I've already I already find it easier now than I did in the beginning. Or let's say like half an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely easier. And I can totally see how this is more useful. Yeah, because we've uh, we've updated our equipment. We got Headphone splitters and amplifiers. We're on, we're on Spotify. We gotta be professional. Yeah, we got tons of shit going on. I definitely like uh, having headphones for with multiple people. It's gonna be so much easier to pre-edit stuff, I guess, and pre-level everything out. Yeah. yeah. And hopefully it'll um, limit any issues of me not being able to hear a quiet guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, I have no trouble hearing you at all. Yeah, well, That's awesome. Watching